Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. Of course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. What's up, nerds of wrestling, and happy Friday, and welcome to today's episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. Yes, it is I, your host, Justin Del Rio. Who else would it be? My guest at this very time is Gio Galvano. Gio, what is going on? How you doing, man? Justin Del Rio, what's up, dude? Good, Great to be on here. Hell yeah, dude. I, uh, I'm i glad to have you on. Uh, like I told you before we started, uh, shout out to Joey G. Joey G talked very, very, very highly of you. And uh, your podcast with him was nothing short of excellent. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, Joey G, we actually uh, just a couple days ago at Invictus in Bloom, uh, Joey G was, he was there in the flesh. And that guy, he had a sign and everything, him and his buddy Billy. And oh, we had a great time. It was good. So, <laughs> The one thing you could count on with Joey is uh, he will always have a sign. Always, always has signs. He always finds a way. He'll make always. that sign anything, and he'll he'll make it happen. Honestly, man. Uh, but how you doing, man? Like I know we're going through a bit of a rough patch right now. I always ask that question in the beginning of my podcast, but it's just a question I feel that has to be asked. How you doing during this crazy time? Yeah, dude. It, they're crazy times, but I'll tell you what. Uh, as far as my wrestling career goes, I mean, this is – Nothing slowed down for, for Gio Galvano. And honestly, man, during the pandemic, I've had some of the best opportunities in my career so far. And it's been it's been an incredible year and a half. It really so happened. you really didn't go through like a rough patch? Like it just – the roller coaster just kept rolling, huh? Right. A few months in the beginning where everything was shut down. But once, once like September, October rolled around, uh, there was some local promotions that started running some shows. Uh, Invictus Pro Wrestling started. Global Syndicate Wrestling was right around the corner. And in October, I got to go down to Nashville and I got to wrestle for Impact Wrestling. No so, shit. I've had, like I said, and Northeast Wrestling started up for me in October as well. Uh, I started my first matches with Northeast Wrestling. And so, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, the best opportunities of my career so far have come in the past few months. And it, it feels like your opportunities are just going to keep coming and coming, man. Thank you, bro. I mean, the work pays off. That's what I, that's what I tell people. I was uh, I was extremely impressed when I saw you on uh, Northeast Wrestling. Northeast Wrestling is a very, uh, very, very high uh, 
independent promotion. And I know that you – how long have you been wrestling, by the way? Uh, almost four years. Wow. Almost okay. four years ago, yeah. Nice. And was that your first time wrestling for um, Northeast Wrestling? Yeah, October. Yep, the Studio Wars. Nice, nice. You know, I, I hope to see you at uh, some MEW shows in the future because I'm always there. That's where I met Joey. Shout out again to Joey G. Uh, I'm always at MEW, and this has been the longest time since I've been, haven't been to an MEW show. It's been over a year, and wow. I, I'm dying. That's, I'm itching to go back. That's hard, that's hard man. I Dude, know it's for you. It is hard. Uh, so tell us a little more about uh, Gio Galvano. Uh, how did Gio start in the world of professional wrestling? So I, 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 I've been training uh, since day one at Team 3D Academy, which is uh, Bully Ray School. Yep. Where it's, in, it's in Danbury, Connecticut. Uh, there's one in Florida, one in Connecticut. So I've been with the Connecticut affiliate uh, since day one. And I've actually – I got to train under an NEW superstar, uh, Randy Sean, over there. And he's he's been a great mentor to me. So, I mean, since day one, I've been over there and, and – I, I knew since I was a kid, this was something I always wanted to do. And my two passions in life are soccer and professional wrestling. And when when I got in the professional wrestling world, uh, you know, I, I was told from day one, you're never going to look at the business the same. And so it's, yeah, on this side of it, it's different than, and then when I was watching, because now, now it's, it's, it's business and it's, uh, yeah. it's, um, it's my career. So there was some, there was some adjustments that needed to be made in the way I looked at it. But, and once I made those adjustments, dude, it's like, it's, it's been an incredible journey and uh, it's just an incredible, incredible industry, incredible uh, art form too. And, and, I, and, and that's what I love, man. I love, I love just learning more about it and, and the experiences I've had some of the best in my life so far. And it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. I've heard amazing things about that, that, uh, that school, the uh, Team 3D Academy, if I if I said that correctly. Hopefully yeah. I didn't botch it. Okay, good. Thank God. Uh, hopefully I didn't go over my head before. No, I know Randy Sean. I met Randy Sean, uh, God, back in 2012 at uh, CTWE. Back oh, in, that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Back, way before. I mean, I know NEW was a thing um, back then, but I know that uh, it wasn't as big as kind it was kind of big but like i know it really blew up once they went started going to bethany and everything uh growing growing up who were some of your favorite wrestlers you just said you got to train with bully ray like how was that like that must have been kind of crazy to watch bully ray as a kid and now you're training with him yeah no very, very cool um and but he, but he knows how to challenge his students he knows how to get the best out of his students and and it's funny because they yeah, growing up uh the tag team division that he was in I loved watching them. When I when I turned on WWE, I loved watching Edge and Christian. I loved watching the Hardy Boys. Loved watching the Dudley Boys. So I mean, that, that when I was a kid, that was that was the scene. And yeah, fell in love with that. Fell in love with Edge too. Growing up, I was big Edge head. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's funny because my birthday was in was in January. So my tenth birthday uh, was that New Year's uh, Re Revolution pay per view where he cashed in the Money in the Bank. No shit. So you must have been jumping for joy. I, I got it for my birthday, and 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 I'm just watching the elimination chamber match. I know, and no one knew it was gonna happen. And all of a sudden, he comes out, and so I that was I was one of the best uh, memories as a kid growing up. And you had no idea what. Uh, uh, there's Joey G. Joey G. Right there. Uh, 
and, oh, you, had, yeah. <laughs> and you had no idea what uh what the money the bank was at, at the time nobody really knew what the whole concept of it was and uh, obviously now now we know now we know what it is and it plays such a high high impact in the world of wwe you're the first wrestler i've heard say they were a, a fan of edge uh and you're and i think you're around my age shoot what are you like 25 yeah well i'm 26 i was born in 95 okay so, yeah, i'm 26 too i it's it's so funny you mentioned that justin because there was there was one day in class where wrestling just came up in the conversation and right. this is probably around fifth grade and uh i these kids found out i liked edge and they were all cena fans and this i i'll never forget the look on this one kid's face he was just like <laughs> how how do you like edge i don't get it and he, and he couldn't wrap his head around how i liked them uh, and he, and this is the time like where Edge was was such a great heel, you know he really right. he was crossing lines that other people weren't crossing. So, but I I liked him even before that, so I just stuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And <laughs> it was it was just a funny story. I'm, I'll never forget that day in CCB. I love that story. I gotta agree with that kid though. To be fair, a lot of people were a lot of people a lot of kids at the time where they were fans of baby faces they didn't understand like the, how awesome the heels were until they got older i'm sure that kid yeah is, yeah exactly exactly I'm, I'm sure that kid was like yo edge was awesome like like i didn't get it then by 100 get it now like if we had the mindset imagine we had the mindset we have now back when we were like 10 we'll be annoying we'll be like the most annoying people in the world oh like God. honestly biggest know-it-alls the biggest Big, biggest know-it-alls everything yeah, that's funny. Yeah, dude. I mean, you're right. You appreciate the heels when you get older. And there's definitely heels you look back on from when we were younger. Like, wow. And you think, well, what would I have perceived that, that wrestler like if I was if I was my age now? Exactly, exactly. I work with kids. And a lot of the kids, they're not fans of Roman Reigns anymore because he's a bad guy. But uh -huh. five five years ago, my kids, are my, my kids at work, oh, Roman Reigns is the best. I'm looking at them like... Boy, get out of here! Like, yo, sit down. Go, 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 sit down. Like, I'm the same way. Like, how? How could you like Roman? Like, what's so special about him? So, yeah. so these, how, how many kids? Uh, is it, is it normal for for the kids that you work with to, to like wrestling, or are there just a couple? It's a couple. Like, like I work with like all age groups, and it's it's a couple of kids. I work with the older kids now. I used to work at preschool. Now I'm just working with the older kids for a couple months. But oh, okay. a lot, a lot of the older kids are like, oh, I love. Love Roman Reigns. Love Roman. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Go, go sit down. Go, go, go sit down, Junior. <laughs> whatever. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, who else? Who else were you like really big fans of uh, when you were younger? So um, that same period, like around when, when I was ten years old, my older brother he gave me the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD. Nice. And that changed the way I looked at wrestling. You know, I saw that DVD and it was like, oh. And seeing guys, honestly, the guy that stuck out to me the most as a kid was Sabu. Yeah, Sabu, man. He, uh, I, I, I loved every everything he did. He, he brought the tables into the mix, and I, he was bringing the tables into the mix before the Dudley Boys. I mean, I guess around the same time, but he was doing it a lot in ECW. Sabu, almost every match was just something involved with a table, and I loved that as a kid. Just seeing him spring up, do a leg drop through the table, I was like, just loved it. I feel like a lot of people who back at the time in 0506 who just first started watching wrestling when they discovered ECW, like you said, Sabu was like 
the first wrestler they they discovered from ECW, uh, along with like probably like Mick Foley or like uh, you know Tommy Dreamer and, and and a few others. Obviously, you know there's so many wrestlers to be named from ECW. Uh, what was your mindset when you first watched like an actual ECW match? Uh, I I just lo- I honestly I loved the weapons when I was a kid. So like I said, seeing them pull out all that stuff was it was exciting to me. And uh, and just the style of wrestling, you know, high high octane, high intensity, very athletic, good mix of characters, and um, yeah, dude, you mentioned Tommy Dreamer's name growing up, and and watching that watching that documentary, you get a sense right away because I, I wasn't able to watch it when it was live, but watching that right. documentary, you learn that wow, Tommy Dreamer was, was the face of the company, and yeah, the head baby face, so. So I mean, it's cool. He's also been one of my trainers. So honestly, Justin, like to to learn from him has been has been an honor too. That that is crazy. Just to think about, I find it like so cool to be like, yo, like they're watching these guys on TV, and now like you're stepping foot into the ring with them, taking bumps, locking locking up with them, running the ropes with them. It, it you must feel like a kid in a candy store, essentially. It's it's oh, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. I got the best education I can in this business. What did it take you to get booked into your first match after you? Oh, so, um, it was it was a year. It was a, it was right about a year when I had my first match, and I told the story on, on a couple other shows, and I don't know if you've heard this one, but the uh, oh man, my first match over in Canada, right? No shit! Wow. Yeah, it was up in Canada. It was at a House of Hardcore show. I didn't know I was wrestling that that night, though, Justin. That's the thing. See, I showed up to the arena, and and Tommy Dreamer signed some autographs a couple hours before the show. And I just I just was going there to help out, pay my dues, be around. <laughs> and and then I went and shook his hand. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. You got your gear? I was like, yeah, great. You're on first. Welcome to Canada. Oh, shit. That was that, what if you didn't have your gear on you? If I didn't have my gear, then I wasn't wrestling. So that's why, uh, that's why we're taught to be prepared. Yeah, start. I think that's like the number one written rule in wrestling. Always have your gear. Always have your gear. There you go. There's the well, And to wrestle Canada must have been must have been something. Like, what was that like? Oh, that was awesome, dude. I I love Canada. I mean, I'm just I go there. If I, I'm happy when I'm over there, and they love wrestling, and that's a, yeah. that's a country with rich wrestling tradition. And so to to, to debut. In that country, in front of those fans, was was awesome. And I got to wrestle there a year later, and it was it was it was a bigger venue, and there was about two thousand people there. And I wrestled hashtag MCM. I wrestled I wrestled mucho Chris Moljo, and they billed me. We did a whole angle where where Chris came out with the Golden State Warriors jersey <laughs> flag, and this was right after. Toronto won the NBA championship. And so then they I came out after they billed me from Toronto. And so the place just they, they Went nuts. their own, you know. And, and so I was Canadian for a night and <laughs> good time. It's funny, it's funny you say that. You brought up that obviously in Canada is wrestling's huge up there. I was uh, interviewing Alexia Nicole not too long ago, and she's from Canada. Mm-hmm. And I I said sorry during the interview. I asked the dumbest question 
ever. I felt so stupid after. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I just asked that. I said, it's wrestling big up in Canada. Just completely went over my head. She's, I was like, oh my god, let's just forget. After I asked, I said, sorry, let's just erase that question. Let's act like I didn't even ask that. She goes, no, you're good, you're good. It happens. I was like, oh my god, that was the dumbest question ever. Man, you probably could have phrased it differently. Yeah, probably. Justin, it's all right. <laughs> There's no such thing as a stupid question, so it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> After wrestling in Canada, uh, did you uh, get to wrestle in any other country? Um, no. So it's it's been Canada, U.S. Um, but definitely one day I would love to. I would love to go overseas, whether it's Europe, whether it's Japan, uh, and then of course Mexico, our, our other neighbor, which with a rich. Very, very different wrestling history, but I mean, that's I would love to go to Mexico and to, experience some lucha and, and experience those fans and those people. And that's a country that appreciates soccer too. So I think uh, I think Gio Galvano would fit pretty well over there, Justin Del Rio. What do you think? I think so too. Oh, uh, well, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, it's it's funny thing about my last name. A lot of people, a lot of people ask me when uh, Alberto Del Rio first started wrestling. They're like, are you related to Alberto Del Rio? Now, keep in mind, I don't think I mentioned it before, but I was like, I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. So I was like, who the hell is Alberto Del Rio? Like, who is that? I don't know who that is. So when I found him on TV, after everybody's asking me if I'm related to him, I'm like, he's he's Mexican. I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, big, okay. big difference. <laughs> big difference. Yeah, there is a big difference. So I feel I feel like you're like okay Justin, where are you going with this story? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's <laughs> real. That's funny. I actually know an Italian guy named Del Rio. No so, shit. So yeah, it's definitely it's not it's not totally Mexican. That yeah. What? So, not just Puerto Rico and Mexico, Justin. No you got, shit. You could be mistaken as a paisan as well. You never, I never know, man. What the hell? Like, I learn something new every day. What, what, what is this? What, what is this? Oh man, that's funny. Uh, you said you discovered ECW um a few moments ago in this podcast. Uh, how long did it take you to discover the independent scene? Um, so it was. I, I was lucky to get my my first bunch of matches with House of Hardcore, um, and. And so that that was that was probably the bulk of my first year, first two years of my career was House of Hardcore, and then um, Northeast Wrestling Beast and Wrecking Ball Ligurski started training at our school, and yep. um, he's he's been he's been awesome because um, he's 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 one of those guys. He's like, hey man, hop in the car, let's go. We're going to the show, and so he helped me get into Northeast Wrestling, and which was big, and and Invictus. Got into Invictus from the start, um, and then it's funny because the, the camera guy from Invictus was starting his own promotion, Global Syndicate Wrestling. Yep, I heard and about him. Good dude. Host, Brandon Askery. Um, so he was help. He was helping out Alex to set up from Invictus, and then he he saw me at the show, and so he started booking me, and it's it's been great, man. So I've, it's been opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and I'm like I said, man, I'm blessed to have a lot of good people. Uh, along the journey, we're helping. Yeah, I I interviewed Brandon on. I don't want to botch his name, but Brandon from GCW uh, a few months ago. He's a great dude. Uh, I remember he had his first show at the Monster Factory. Like, 
Holy shit, bro. That's huge. At the Monster Factory. That is insane. Were you, uh, I'm assuming you were at that show? Yeah, yeah. So we did we did a set of tapings there um, at the end of January for High Voltage, which is GSW's YouTube show. And that was a great experience. I got to win the GSW Next Gen Championship. Uh, and then we had the first of four big fight TV pay-per-views that he was running. And the first one was, yeah, Inception in February which was also out of the monster factory and yeah, it was great show, great card. And we got catalyst coming up in a few weeks. Yep. Um, and that's, that's going to be in Ridgefield park, New Jersey, which is where we did our last set of tapings, which, which will be out on YouTube each week coming up. And so it's, it's, yeah, it's been great, man. It's been really, it's been really good. That's insane. I love that. And you, but you named you named a lot of independent promotions. You know, G uh, GSW, uh, Invictus, uh, you know, Northeast Wrestling. There's so much uh, independent wrestling companies out there. Where do you see yourself? Like, where do you? Where else would you like to go? Um, I we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see how how this journey unfolds, Justin. Um, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm focused on each opportunity in front of yep. me, making the most of it. So uh, 2021, it's it's been it's been a hot start to the year, and and we're gonna finish even stronger. I mean, this is we're not even halfway done, and like I said, it's gonna be a busy it's gonna be a busy summer with Northeast Wrestling. Uh, they'll be doing shows um, to be announced, and and Global Syndicate Wrestling. We got three more big Fight TV pay per views, uh, more stuff with High Voltage. So the content's gonna be there. Invictus is doing a show and in in june and so and 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 there's gonna be more uh that are popping up too so we'll see where it takes me justin but it's, I'm, I'm excited it's gonna be busy i wish you nothing but the best of luck man it seems like you have such an amazing uh bright light ahead of you i hope to see you at a uh northeast wrestling show up here in Connecticut, man, like we gotta meet up, bro. We gotta, really? we gotta it's gonna happen, Justin. It's gonna happen. You know, we gotta meet up, man. <laughs> you know, the other question I wanted to ask was uh soccer. Were you always a big fan of soccer? Yeah, always since I was a kid. Uh, my daddy's from Italy, so he introduced us to the game. And yeah, it just we fell in love. When we were we were VHS taping games, you know, I was since I was four or five years old when Italian soccer games and all that and yeah, dude, it's, it's one of the one of the passions of my life, like I said. That's well, awesome. I worked at a, a camp a couple summers ago, and the camp I worked at, uh, there were counselors from all over the world, from all over the world who uh, got to come to the camp and work. So I met people from England, wow. Poland, Australia, and, you know, football, so so yeah. soccer, football, <laughs> football. They, you know, we're playing soccer, we're playing, sorry, football. And they are going in like oh my like, oh my god like how the hell do you do that like I can't like they're going hardcore with the soccer ball and I'm just like I just kicked it I'm like there you go okay so, <laughs> that's it I mean whatever whatever oh man <laughs> before we end this podcast so we have one final question and Dylan wants to know what is your favorite team in football oh, Dylan Baracha I think that's uh, looks like a nice paisano over there. Dylan, well, I'm wearing it. I'm rep repping them right now. It's AC. Whoop. Right. <laughs> there we go. And uh, my favorite team, yeah, since I was – my first jersey I was five years old was Andrei Shevchenko, a Ukrainian superstar. So uh, 
dude fell in love with AC Milan since. But if you like the Premier League, and I know a lot of people like the Premier League, I'm a big Aston Villa fan. I love Jack Grealish. I love what he's doing over there. So I don't know if Dylan follows, but yeah. Those he probably my, does. Teams. I actually do have one more final question. Other than football, what other sports do you like? Uh, honestly, man, it's, it's soccer and wrestling. But I, don't get me wrong. I, I like turning on the UFC shows. You know, if there's there a review, I love turning it on and checking out some MMA. It's, it's you know, what, what a sport, man. <laughs> you're telling me man that is awesome uh but geo i want to thank you so much for coming on the show today this was a lot of fun man i hope to see you at the show and, and finally be able to meet you at the show you will Justin. you will man i can't wait uh before we do end this podcast though drop those plugs where can the nerds find you all right nerds so uh you can follow me on instagram at geo underscore galvano that's g-i-o underscore g-a-l-v-a-n-o and on twitter at geo underscore official spell the official with a zero and you will know everything that's going on in the world of geo galvano justin Rio, thank you again man there you go everyone go check out uh geo galvano all over his social media geo yeah no no problem man thank you for coming on uh this Pleasure. has been an episode of what's up wrestler a podcast by nerds of wrestling i am your host justin del rio and that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.